Welcome to the Before Midnight podcast coming to you from the N Plus One studios overlooking beautiful downtown Frankfurt. In this podcast, we explore the world of age group triathletes. We'll be looking at the real world challenges of being an amateur multi-sport athlete. I'm your host, Linda Ward, along with my co-host, Brian Schenkenfelder. How's it going? Phenomenal. Phenomenal. It's Christmas time. We're recording two weeks in a row. No, we weren't. We didn't record last week. Oh. We were close. (laughs) Sorry. <laughs> wow, time flies. No, we did not record Christmas Eve weekend. That's right. We're on New okay. Year's now. We're on Week. New Year's now. Okay. Yeah. Christmas has passed us, and it's warming up. I know. It got really cold. It was actually bad cold Christmas yeah. snow. It was really bad because it was, what, two days? The snow came in two days before Christmas. Correct. Like Thursday night or something like that. Yes. We went from a 40-degree rainy day on thursday and it dropped down to negative 11 yeah like that night not counting the wind chill it was really rough because i remember the snow coming in like my wife was out there watching it's like oh it's gonna be pretty i'm like it's also not gonna go away (laughs) and what is this gonna do to the christmas holidays because we usually go to christmas eve at my parents okay and the roads froze and were pretty much impassable friday and Correct. Saturday. Correct. <laughs> As well. Yes. Which means we did not make Christmas Eve. We ended up going up to my parents on Christmas. On Christmas which is Day. really kind of this big disappointment. Christmas Eve is when we Santa comes up there. That's right. And we always have a lot of fun with that because we we usually go out and do something and Santa will come while we're out and about and we There was no getting out and about lots and lots of excitement <laughs> leading up to that. And yeah. it's and he's like at that age where it's like you're running out of opportunities to generate you're those kind of levels the, of enthusiasm. The, the cusp of that. Uh, well, there's still the excitement of it. Yeah. You know, the, the belief in Santa may not be there anymore. <laughs> yeah. But there's still the excitement of, oh, the presents magically show up. Let's, mm-hmm. That's a lot of fun. And that's a, so how, well, how did you guys do everything then? I guess there wasn't any... The presents were there when we showed up Sunday afternoon because they okay. came that okay. night, Christmas Eve night still. Okay. So Santa didn't come here? it was like roped here? off so you couldn't go in the room. <laughs> he did not come here Christmas Eve. He came here Christmas Day okay. morning. I'm not a big fan of the Christmas morning thing. I I like the Christmas Eve better because I think there's more build-up for it because they know it's coming that night. you got the whole day. Okay. You're jacked up. By six or seven o'clock that night. So you don't have to worry about the child going to sleep. Then you don't have to worry about getting up early and doing Christmas presents that next morning if you don't want to. The kids can just wake up and play with their kid presents while you sleep on. My parents were brilliant when they did this. Yeah. <laughs> Rather yeah, than do Christmas morning. It. Now, fortunately, my son's not an early riser. So we don't have the, like, wake up at 6 o'clock and, oh, there's presents, open up presents. (laughs) And everybody has to wake up at 6 in the morning. I'm sorry, I'm still a big fan of the Christmas story where they're drinking wine (laughs) early in the morning while the kids are opening up the presents. I'm like, that's true parenting. (laughs) And because Alex is a night owl, when he wakes up, there's no energy. He just kind of goes down there and kind of looks at it. Yeah, the the excitement doesn't boil and yeah maybe a little bit afterwards he, you know, so doing that on christmas eve really does work very well for him okay i think it does i, I think it just you know there's just a lot more energy around it than christmas morning but my wife doesn't want to well everybody has sort morning. of different traditions and 
I, you know, I mean, there's some families I know that'll do like one gift on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. We always did all the family stuff with my husband's, you know, brothers and sisters and parents and everything. He, you know, 25, 30 people in the house. And that's when all the grandkids got their gifts from the grandparents. Right. And the grandparents got their gifts from us. Okay. Uh, the rest of us grandmas just kind of drank. <laughs> but that's okay. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't yeah. our night, you know. And then we would do as a family, you know, our own families would go home and do Christmas morning. Christmas morning. I don't know. So Santa doesn't come until the morning. You know, you don't see Santa until the morning. Morning. I I don't know. I just, I think there's a lot more excitement when you can have a build up to it. Yeah. You know, some kids can wake up with great energy. That is not my son. (laughs) I I had no problem with that as a kid. And my, my daughters were pretty good. I have one that's a little later to get up, but the other one would be would go and wake her up. Well, yeah, that's so, yeah, multiple kids. The first one up wakes everybody up. Yeah, yeah. My husband's not an early morning person. I am, so and always have been. So it's like not a problem. I'm like, come on, grab some coffee. Let's go. Yeah. Time to go. I don't know. I just I, I think you can generate more excitement if you have a full day of build up rather than just yeah, waking. Yeah, I can up in see the that. I can see that. This year, my let's see, I was in a vehicle until three a.m. on. Christmas morning. That was my. I was chasing Santa on Christmas Eve. That was that was fun. <laughs> That's your own fault. <laughs> oh yeah, kind of, kind of. My my husband was trying to travel, um, and he was trying to fly out on. For he was supposed to leave Roanoke, Virginia, at seven a.m. Is he flying Southwest? No. No, he wasn't. He was on American. That was the worst. <laughs> yeah, and they're still they canceled all their they, They're still tied up. That that's still a nightmare. Um, now he was supposed to leave Roanoke and go fly to Charlotte, and he was supposed to get to Charlotte at like nine, and then get to Lexington, Kentucky at eleven. I assume that they probably just had freeze ups on their plane. Nope. it was the wind. Charlotte Airport oh, closed because winds. the wind. That's right. they had Fifty mile per hour winds. Yep. But the so, southern ones, if it gets cold enough, they'll close because they don't have the icer. Right. No, he got. They he they diverted him like he got on the plane. They sat on the runway, they turned them around and went back. Got them off the plane, put them back on the plane. Went in the runway, sat there. Finally took off. Everybody was in a holding pattern around Charlotte. They weren't letting anybody land, and they diverted everybody to Greensboro. So he called me from there, and finally he got on a plane in Greensboro, and they allowed them to land in Charlotte. By the time he got to Charlotte, it was 4 o'clock on Friday afternoon. Yeah. He was supposed to be in Lexington at 11. And they said it would be Sunday night before they would get him on a plane, that there yeah. would be a flight available. And so I went, hmm, not really supposed to do it, but mm, I'm going to go rent a car and come get you. I mean, I've got a little matchbox go-kart Correct. car. Nice. So driving in the horror, you know, I mean, the weather itself wasn't bad on Saturday, but the roads. No, the were roads were all horrible. done because the roads got covered in snow and ice, and it never got above like ten degrees. Right. Salt doesn't work in those low temperatures, and so nothing came off the roads. Nothing came off the roads exactly. So I was driving yeah. a nice. What was I driving? An Infinity SUV. Boy, yeah, that it thing was has. A, it was ooh, a nice car. That had all the bells and whistles. So I was pretty comfortable, even though you know I'm still recovering from surgery and all, but. Um, and I use the Waze app. I've never used that before. You ever use that to travel? Um, uh, no, because we use the Google Maps. Okay. And we have, and then with Google Auto, it ties into the screen and just shows up on the screen. Okay. Well, with the Waze app, and it showed up, you know, the maps and everything. You can report. You report. 
so that so I think Waze was bought Google. I think you can do that oh, stuff with Google. Now. Okay. Yeah. I've never used it before, and I knew I was coming up to a traffic jam in Lexington, but it said it was like a 24-minute delay, and I was still on the fastest route. It lied. It well, lied. what happens, they make estimates based on traffic movement, because I think Google owns it all, and, and what happens is, is like, okay, based on their current movement pattern, it's 24 minutes. Yeah. But as things begin to back up, and nothing moves, then those estimates start going backwards to two more and more. Yeah, and it was it was two and hours. Yeah, so easy. six yeah, and a half hour drive took nine hours. So, but I got there and my, my husband's in a hotel. His luggage, he finally did get his luggage, but he obviously didn't have any luggage with him. He didn't, you know, and he was out the front door of the hotel as soon as I pulled in. I'm like, wait, can I like use a bathroom or something for his it was seven PM and I'd been on the road since ten. And uh we I made him drive back of course and we got back at three o'clock in the morning on Christmas morning. So Yeah, that was uh that was exciting. I was like, Well, I don't have anything else to do. He should be here for Christmas, even though our kids aren't little, you know. Yes. He's only gonna be home he's gotta go back on the road again on January second. So if he hadn't made it here until Monday, it's been a week. Yeah, I was like, nah. <laughs> let me just go get you. <laughs> We're getting his company to pay for the rental and stuff like that. So all it, all it cost me was time, which I have. So okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, so, no. Yeah, why not? I get it. And I couldn't return the rental until Tuesday, so I had like a day and a half of a cushy ride. <laughs> 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 it was awesome. <laughs> But that was Christmas. Yeah. So. so it was a it was definitely a suboptimal Christmas, but it was still a good Christmas. It was a, definitely a disturbed Christmas. It was, but you got to be with your family, and I got to be with my family. There's a lot of people that are still sitting in airports. Yeah. No, we yeah. Uh, we ended up watching Wednesday. On oh, Christmas Eve. how was that? Really, really good. Okay. That was one of the better shows I've seen. Okay. In a while since. Uh, what was the last one we watched? Though? You loved Lost in Space. Lost in Space was really good. And then the other one was good was the one that everybody liked. Uh, Mandalorian? No. It was the one took place in the 80s. And oh my gosh, what was the name of that show? No idea. It was really big popular. It was the one that like got me... Because <laughs> we're playing Fortnite with Alex and his friends. And they're singing a Kate Bush song. Which is like <laughs> alternative okay. 80s song. Running up that hill. That made kind of a, a resurface because of this show. And it was like, why are you singing Kate Bush? And I'm like, this is like r- obscure 80s English music. So and it was, um, give me, give me some kind of idea of what the Stranger show is Things. about. Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. Oh, God. I watched like five minutes of that and got really bored and turned it off. That was a really fantastic, that was a fantastic show as well. Um, you okay. should have stuck with it. It started a little slow and got I started, much better. I started watching it right after surgery, so I may not have had like brain capacity to it gets it. pretty good pretty quick and it's pretty creepy this the the wednesday is after for those who don't know it's about wednesday adams from the adams right, family the, adams the, young, the young girl uh she is in school <laughs> gets in trouble gets kicked out of school and ends up at a school called nevermore which is a school for outcasts is what huh. they call them okay. that have like there's like a vampire sect, a wolf sect. It's just kind of outcast, kind of weird people. 
Okay. That's where she ends up. And, of course, she ends up in... It's basically a murder mystery. Oh. And she's kind of the detective son. Cool. But it keeps all of the quirky Adams family type of thing where it's like it's raining out there it's like oh it's being a beautiful day today <laughs> it's storming you know? dang it sonny and i guess you know she gets kicked out of school and it's like you know it's like you know attempted murder do you want that on your record and she's like no people know i failed <laughs> okay i may have to so watch it has, I, I love the adams family so so yeah. it has some of that quirky dialogue and She's allergic to color, so she can only wear blacks and whites. And her roommate is kind of like this colorful, big color person. (laughs) Has like a nice colored window, like a fan-shaped window that's all colored. (laughs) Wednesday comes and scrapes all the color off her half the room. (laughs) This window that's all colorful on one half, and the other half is just plain. (laughs) But it's and it's it's a really well done kind of mystery movie with kind of that Adam's quirky. It's done by Tim Burton. Okay. And I'm well, a huge Tim Burton fan, yeah. which he makes it a show that I'm more pretty than spectacular stuff. Yeah. yeah. Now, is it a series or just a movie? It's a series. Okay. It's season one. I, I assume they'll have multiple seasons of it. Okay. Uh, it does well. It's eight, it's eight, eight episodes. Okay. It's, cool. We watched it over like a week, four nights. We were like two episodes a night for four nights. Cool. But it was good. So that's what we did Christmas Eve. Good times. All right. Well, today we were going to talk a little bit about motivation because it's that time of year where, oh my gosh, the weather could not be any worse most days. There's tons yes. of food everywhere. And since yes. like the big parties didn't happen, but all the food's at your house. I love coming to your house, by the way. You have way more goodies than I do. <laughs> yeah. And I got two hams as well. <laughs> that's right. You can have ham sandwiches forever. Forever and ever. And then, you know, I mean, you can't get out and bike and getting on the trainer and just uh, what are some, well, I guess the, the one of my, my first questions about it is like, should anybody even be motivated at this time of year? It's the off season. Okay. That's a fair question. It's the off season, which means that we're ideally not doing intense training. We're mm-hmm. not training for something. We are trying to recuperate from a season where we did train hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that doesn't mean we should do nothing. It means that we should scale back the duration of our training. Mm-hmm. But ideally, we would keep a very similar schedule to what we would keep during the season. Because we okay. don't want to like get out of the habit of training. Because if I don't train at all, then it becomes another battle to get back into training. Right. If I go from, okay, I'm running 45 minutes three days a week. Now I'm running maybe 20 to 30 minutes three days a week. So I've, I've scaled way back my duration. Biking, instead of going out for two, three, four-hour rides. You know, depending on what distances you do, if you're doing like full Ironman, you, you know, you're used to doing five, six-hour rides in the weekend. Right. Now let's dial this back to maybe an hour. Mm-hmm. 30 minutes, 40 minutes. I mean, myself, I'm biking about 45 minutes. I find that on an indoor, I don't use the trainer, I use the rollers. Yeah. About 45 minutes into it, I'm like, my butt starts hurting and I'm like, done. I, I don't need to do doing this anymore. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I used to try to push that into an hour, but now I'm like, okay, 45 minutes. I'm at least getting in there. I'm, I'm training. I'm doing the biking. Right. I'm actually doing it. Um, that's how I ended up seeing Wednesday because I, I usually ah. turn on netflix random shows when i ride my bike to see what's interesting and what's not (laughs) on the rollers about 45 minutes gets me through about one episode of about whatever it might be (laughs) there you go um 
you know, running, I don't go more than a half hour, 20 to 30 minutes generally in my running. And then swimming, you know, during the season, I try to, you know, do 2,000 each workout. Now it's like 50 minutes, 2,000, whichever comes first. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times, 1,600 yards, I'm done. It's all good. You know, because like when I'm swimming, someone's going to end up talking to me and there's, you know, so an hour is really, it's not. Well, you swim after the team, so who Right. Usually, well, I got a couple of people to come in and want okay. to talk, or like your yeah. your daughter will be like, "Can you watch the pool for a minute? I go to the bathroom and touch okay. like that." It's things of that nature that okay. distractions that occur that <laughs> make it hard to. You swim can tell my daughter no. <laughs> no, it's all good. I don't mind helping her out. <laughs> okay. It's it's all good. I think I've <laughs> we've had many discussions. I think I've angered her already because I've I'm a troll. So oh. <laughs> when it comes to like discussions and stuff, she she can be very passionate about some issues. She you know. can. Which is all good. Which I'm like, you know, you're not going to offend Don't poke me the bear. Yeah, that's my I'm like, daughter. I'm going to poke the bear a few Off times. the sub- subject here. But yeah, <laughs> so, don't poke the bear. That's my kid. <laughs> so she doesn't talk to me as much anymore for some reason. <laughs> Gee, go figure. <laughs> but I'm going to help her out. It's all yeah. good. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I know some people like right now, you know, if you don't have a bike trainer and, and you know, you're used to mountain biking. I've got a friend that, I mean, he doesn't have a trainer. So I'm trying to get him to do things, different things like elliptical. Ellipticals, walking, any type of just like, okay, I work out this day. I can't do what I normally do. What can I replace it with? Like if you have a treadmill, you could walk. Mm-hmm. I mean, if your knees are bad, you can't run. Okay, I get that. Walk. Walk for 45 minutes or an hour, yeah. however long you would normally uh, mountain bike. Yeah, I'm not going to get the five or 600 calorie burn of a, an hour mountain bike. Right. <clears throat> but I'm going to get 100, 200 calories of walking an hour, yeah. maybe 300 even. An hour, you might get two or 300 calories maybe, yeah, probably, if you walk that long. Yeah. Um, you know, So you're getting some calorie burn. You're still maintaining a workout schedule. Mm-hmm. You're just dialing it back for the off-season so that next year you can replace your easy workouts you're doing now with something that's a little more strenuous and a little more but you're still in the specific habit. but you're still you maintain that habit because that's the big thing you know when you're talking about because really procrastination motivation is really about emotion management mm-hmm. you know i don't feel like it well that's an emotion that's not a, a real thing right <laughs> you know or i'm like oh, i don't want to do it today i'm tired whatever those are emotions so we got to be able to manage those and the way we get around, because this comes back, I guess we had that discussion a long time ago. Remember about the the, the uh, gorilla, the computer, and your logical brain? There are three different elements of your brain. The, the gorilla, because there was a book on it, and I forgot what it was called now. But the gorilla part of your brain is all of your instincts, your uh, the things you do to keep yourself alive, uh, your animal instinct that you've okay. developed over that hundreds of thousands of years of humanity. Okay. Yeah. That's your kind of your, that's what generates a lot of your emotions. You have the computer part of your brain, which manages like breathing, your heart, uh, habits, things of that nature. They're just things you do automatic based on your environment, your beliefs, things like that. Just automatic stuff that you're going to do. Okay. Like your routines in the morning, you wake up, you do X number of things or that's being run by kind of your computer side. Right. Then you have your logic of your your logical brain, which is, makes your rational, reasonable choices, and they kind of have a hierarchy. The computer kind of has first crack at stimulus. Right. The gorilla is kind of the second one, <laughs> and then your rational brain. 
And this is why, like, if you're cut off in traffic, you get mad and, and, and swear and flip them off or something like that. That is not a rational response to that situation. That's the emotional That's response. The, emotional the gorilla response. going, why are you messing with me? You've, you've, you've challenged me in unexpected. some way. You've yeah. challenged me, and I'm going to fight back or whatever your emotion might be in, in a situation. And so we need to be able to manage this gorilla. And when you get to the off season, you don't really have, there's nothing you're really striving for. We need to keep the computer running and not let the gorilla take over, which is like, oh, I don't want to do it. I'm going to sit on the couch. I'm going to sit on the couch instead. Because <laughs> I don't, can't really bike. I don't want to do anything. I'm going to sit here and do nothing. Right. And the emotions take over and we need to be able to battle that somehow. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons I'm like, you know, you, you got to try to maintain that rhythm and let the computer is like, oh, this is the day I go biking. Well, I'm going to walk instead, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You know, now there's some motivation. There's some goal mm-hmm. that's reasonable but that's going to keep you moving and, and keep that schedule in place. So that when it does warm up, the next season comes around, you know, everything's still Everything's still, running still in that, place. Yeah. So you can just change the workouts. Cool. Yeah. That's kind of my thing. Yeah, I mean, and, and I mean, like right now I'm supposed to not be doing anything, which is really really hard (laughs) but i've started you know i'm doing strength training i'm doing well i'm not doing really strength training but i'm doing i'm walking because i'm allowed to walk Mm -hmm. and everybody i've talked to that's had this surgery is like just walk just walk just just walk and you're walking on nice flat surfaces so you don't hurt yourself sure (laughs) i was walking in the snow last night we had our running group and uh, i was taking it very i was very careful and i the, the state capitol here is all lit up, you know, the trees behind it and four o'clock. And so, yes, I did go all the way up there. But I was definitely the last one back. And there were a couple people that were about to go out the door to make sure that I wasn't like <laughs> down on the ground somewhere. Yeah, this is the good time of year to own a treadmill, a cheap treadmill, even at that, where you can just walk on it. Yeah. Yeah. Especially I mean, cold. I, I should have grabbed, um, I've got the... And it gets dark early, which makes it really hard. Which to, you call it? The things that you put on the bottoms of your shoes. Oh, the yak tracks? Yak tracks, yeah. I do have yak tracks, and I should have had those on my shoes last night. That probably would have been a smart thing to do. Yeah. I would have had a yeah. much easier time. Yeah. But I did go hiking in the snow the other day, and that was fine. It wasn't slippery. It was just... It stuff. was nice and flat and it, even and not straining you in any real way. No. <laughs> walk on different surfaces i can't bounce i can't run i can't have any impact mountain biking is going to be out for probably at least three months running maybe as well we'll see we'll see but but the other thing you know this is a good time of year for people that can to maybe do some strength training that you normally don't have time to or don't want to do but doing some kind of challenge okay you got what 60 days 90 days do a plank challenge or something you know, just to... Yoga was a good one to Yoga is a good one I to mean, do. especially like the more challenging yoga, not the stretching yoga, but yoga can be really challenging. It can be and, pretty and intense, yeah. Difficult, some of the poses to, that you have to hold, mm-hmm. like the warrior poses and things of that nature can right. be very strenuous and you could be sweating by the time you're done. Mm-hmm. And it's not just a stretching one. And I mean, I know a lot of athletes, you know, triathletes don't, usually take gym classes, you know, group fitness classes or anything like that. But this is a great time of year to, you know, go do something Zumba. like that. I remember Zumba. Do they still Zumba do Zumba? Or, yeah. yeah. Still Zumba. There's bar classes. There's, I mean, there's, you know, you can even do water aerobics. I'll tell you what. Jazzercise. Is that still around? I have no idea if jazzercise is. <laughs> Step classes are like back in. Go do kickboxing. You know, I mean, there's, there's just a bunch of different 
things that this is a great time to be able you know to go and experiment and go find some of those things that is true no it's this is a good time to go to your local gym and play basketball and things of that nature yeah. if you're younger and <laughs> afford to get hurt <laughs> Yeah, yeah, don't get hurt. That's why I'm saying group fitness classes are good because there's Volleyball. an instructor there that'll make modifications for you. You know, if you're, I know a lot of runners that there's no way they're going to be able to touch their toes and they can get injured pretty pretty quickly in some of these classes if they don't be care- they're not yeah, careful. Yeah, I remember with Zumba, I would have, I had some knee pain after I did it my first couple of times because you have a tremendous amount of strength. And I would go because my wife enjoyed it and gave us something to do together before Alex was born. And I remember the struggling with it with some like knee pain afterwards because of the side to side motion of it. Right. You're very strong on your primary muscles, but your secondary muscles are a little weaker. So you push off and yeah. sometimes those secondary muscles aren't ready for those the impact. Yeah. And that's something to keep in mind when you're when you are doing other things that hey, take it slow, uh, things that are not stuff you normally do. Right. Because you're gonna still have a lot of strength and fitness from the season but you don't want to like strain yourself in ways you're not used to yeah it's a great way to in a way to find out your weaknesses though it's like okay well if that's that sore then maybe that's an area that i need to work on Mm -hmm. to prevent injury all around yeah i mean this is a great time to do a lot of things like uh, speed work this is a good time to do thing like like real speed like sprinting type speed where you can go outside and sprint and cool down on the way back and do it again uh when it's not snowy and, <laughs> and icy outside. I was going to say, when it's not negative uh, 11. This is a good time to get like a ladder, those uh, ladders, and do the side-to-side agility work. Oh, with, like, speed the ladders, ladders that go on the floor. Yeah, the I'm speed like, ladders. I'm like, why do you want to go up and down ladder. a ladder? No, I don't like ladders. heights. <laughs> no, the speed ladders. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. But like, this is a great time to like, go to the mall and walk, too, if you want to find some place to walk. We don't Just really have any malls here. Leave the credit card at home. <laughs> People walk around Walmart. That's true. I see them doing that. But like the malls are great. I mean, if you live in a city that had the big malls, yeah, great places to walk. You always have like the walking groups that come through there. Yep. Like some of them even open pace. up early to do that. Yeah. Yep. So there are options out there, but yeah, it's this time of year is really about emotion management when it comes to like food, when it comes to exercise. You got to be able to manage the emotions around it and, and try to either find habits that can take you through. Or just be aware so that, you know, like when you don't feel like it and you're like, I'm just going to eat or whatever. Like, hey, there's emotions here. Let me sit with it for a minute and not act on it. Before Give it a I couple eat minutes the pie. Before I eat the whole pie <laughs> or before I like decide not to work out. Yeah. Let me let me sit on this emotion maybe for a little bit and process it and maybe I can overcome it and, and bring the rational brain in. <laughs> Well, and the thing too is you got to cut yourself some slack too. You know, it's it's the holidays. There, it is a downtime, and mm-hmm. you don't always have to be go 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 go. And that's that's a tough one for a lot of people. It's very hard for me. I know that. Well, I mean, it, yeah, it's it's one thing to kind of, but you also have to be able to moderate the other things you do in the process. Right. Uh, mainly food intake. Yep. That's where the real challenge is. Little plates. Eat all the That's yummy good. stuff on a little plate and only Man, you, once. You can stack up a little plate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't go back for seconds. <laughs> it is It is definitely chill because it's also good. But, yeah, I'm trying to, myself, trying to come out of this surgery um, not too much bigger than I was when I started. <laughs> so 
keeping it in check, trying to keep it in check, still enjoy myself and, and rest and recover like I'm supposed to, but also not starve to death either because that would stink too. So. <laughs> I think it'd be a long time before we actually starve to death. True. I've seen like the, what, was it Naked and Alone where they don't like, they eat like bugs and stuff like that for like a month because they go in with nothing. Yeah. And they have to like cook their foods and stuff like that. And they, always just lose, like, they always lose like 30 or 40 pounds. How on earth, anyway. How I don't know why. Way. How much money do they make to if they go on that show? I don't know how anybody goes on any of those shows that are like uh, the mean, Survivor and stuff like that that are all yeah. like a month long. I, I, I guess you I mean, just get, you would have to pay me. You'd get permission to leave your job. You'd go on leave, I guess, for a month. Yeah. Um, but like to even get on the like to even get anybody to go on that show, you have got to be paying them a fortune. Why? They get to be on TV. You get fame, fortune. That's their fortune right there. It's the fame. Naked and eating bugs. No. <laughs> you better be paying me a lot. Well, I mean, it's, 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 they go in pairs. It's usually a guy and a girl, and they go. They drop them off someplace for yeah a month to survive. Uh, yeah. Do they win something if they survive like the whole thirty days? So. They don't get any money. I mean, they might. I don't know. I don't watch the show. Okay. I just saw it like once and it was like, that's crazy. I think I've seen the commercials and maybe watched it for five minutes. Because I think they get like, they take like a knife with them or something. They they get very little stuff they take with them. Yeah, they get a little bit of stuff. And like some stuff to be able to start a fire. Yeah. Like, because like the one that they were like in the swamp. (laughs) How miserable would that be? Naked in a swamp? Can you imagine the mosquitoes? Oh, the bug bites would be ridiculous. Yeah, no. So okay, we're not doing any of that. <laughs> I like tri- the idea of triathlons and warm places, but not swamps. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, no, that would be miserable. Well, any New Year's resolutions? To not make any. To not make any. There you go. Okay. <laughs> that was like, what is it, the uh, lentil ones? What are you giving up for Lent? Go oh. to church? <laughs> Good. Go to ch- what? Going to church. That's what I'm giving up for Lent. That's what you're giving <laughs> For 40 days, I will not go to church, church. for Lent. <laughs> no, I mean, it's supposed to work. It's <laughs> <laughs> not how that's supposed to work. Okay. I, you know, I, the New Year's resolution thing is kind of always that, uh, you know, I'm, I don't want to do New Year's resolutions because it's like, if I'm going to do something, you're going to do it regardless of when and time of the year it is. True. I always loved when the FAC used to, in Shelbyville, it used to be the only workout place in the city before they had the anytime ones. I think they've got. Well, they have got, a Planet Fitness. They got a Planet there Fitness there now. Yeah. They got two or three of those workout ones, so they right. don't get the the New Year's crowd. That's good. But at the time, they always had the New Year's crowd that come in and use the gym, and it was always great because, like, in December, place was always empty. You kind of come in, right. we do our swimming early in the morning and leave. January, man, it was always packed in the morning. Maybe not at five in the morning. There'd be a handful yeah. there, but there would always be when you're leaving. The place would be packed by March. You'd be back to where you were at the beginning of the year. You might gain oh, like one I'm or like two people. Mid February, <laughs> at yeah, the no. most. Well, and then like yeah. inevitably, you'd, you one person would start showing up regularly. Right. That gets added into the mix. Yeah. And they so they one might out, last one out of thirty or forty would would actually survive more than those first two or three months, and they may or may not be there that next year. Sometimes they become long term, but generally. <laughs> It really depends on the person. Yeah. yeah. 
Yep. Yeah, they're usually never long-term ones. It's always funny. <clears throat> but since I don't go to Planet Fitness, I don't get to see that every year. Because I assume that's what Planet Fitness is like every year. I belong to a really small gym in Lawrenceburg. And I remember last year, it was like, ugh. Okay. Welcome to New Year's. Yeah. It's like, so, what are all these people doing? See, here? that's Ugh. that's your next reason not to do all this stuff in January, February, March. Yeah, like, no. That's the time to. That's the time I'm going to take time off from the gym. Yeah. <laughs> Home gym. <laughs> Let me see what I can do here and not yeah and avoid equipment. Avoid all those places because yeah they're always going to be packed at the beginning of the year because everybody does New Year's resolutions. So are yep. you doing New Year's resolutions? Uh, and more just to keep everything together. <laughs> I got next year's going to be a big year. My husband will probably retire. I will graduate and get my master's and start moving along again. So, not really doing any New Year's resolutions except to keep my head on straight and complete everything. So. Yeah, because I mean, like, if I were to come up with a New Year's resolution now, why not just do it now? Why would I wait till the New Year? Yeah, just do it. It's just, I mean, a New Year's resolution is really a goal. Just do it. You know, just. I guess you could set goals it. for next year. I'd, yeah, I mean, it's just. I generally don't set a lot of goals. Mine's, usually I'm just looking to improve technique at this point because I'm not going to get any fitter. I'm old. The fitness hill goes downhill. <laughs> Trying to at least maintain and have, have the decline slow, be as slow as possible? Well, the you're trying to replace fitness with technique and skill. Yeah. If I can become more skilled, I don't have to be as fast and I can maintain time. There you go. So that's the goal is to to gain more skills in what I do so you manage to decline better because <laughs> yeah. I haven't been faster in years yeah I mean in me like with running with physical stuff going on with my knee it's sort of my goal is to still be able to run but make those workouts be very specific because if I'm going to run and hurt my knee <laughs> I want to be doing it the right way <laughs> see I just don't run that much I do the other sports that don't hurt you as much yeah I run the minimum I need to to race well and that's that's sort of what i'm looking at for the next year is just keeping up the strength training keeping up you know the cardio in other ways and only running specific workouts so that i can save the knee a lot more walking which works well maybe my goal is to swim 15 strokes per length there you go Ooh, that's a good goal see these are the type of goals i like i like more of the process goals than yeah. i do the uh, results because if i can get 15 strokes i'll get faster Exactly. I don't have to talk about how fast it is. It's just yeah. Lower your stroke count. Get down to what well, the elites are about eleven or twelve strokes per length. <laughs> I don't even want to say what I am. <laughs> I'm getting a little better. Well, not right now, but yeah. Yeah, that's what that's where it's at. Is like yeah. that means I'm getting more efficient. There you which go. Which is what you're trying to do. That's the goal of swimming. Speed comes. That's why I don't like to do time goals. I like to do more like performance goals. Like if, like I want to be able to hold this power number rather than a particular speed in the race. For running, would I you have. look at cadence or, or something? Or? Anymore, it's power. They've added power to the Garmin Phoenix series now, wrist-based power. Oh, wow. I haven't okay. had a chance to text it because I haven't been outside since they've added it. Okay. <laughs> run on the treadmill. Those numbers are probably, will be better once you get outside than yeah. on the treadmill. Cool. Well, sounds great. We will see you all hopefully in the new year. 2023, new year, yay. Woohoo. I keep on thinking it's going to be 2024. I don't know why I'm skipping a year. Let's hope that's not a bad thing. <laughs> so your hope for 2023 is really strong, isn't it? I always get it over with. I want to get 2024. I'm done with 2023. It's going to be a crap year. I don't want to go ahead. Skip it already. <laughs> 
if you are listening to us on iTunes, let's see, what do you give us five stars and you can subscribe to us on YouTube. Yeah. Hit, hit the like button. Hit the like button. If you've enjoyed this episode. If you've enjoyed this episode. Yeah. Listening. If you enjoy listening to us chit chat. <laughs> if you have any ideas for a podcast for us too, drop Put us them in the comments line. below. Yeah. In YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Please let us know. We're always looking for new stuff to, to jabber about. And have a great new year. Thank you all.